Nobody plug Alex's book. He's not cool with that. We'll get confused. Today on Alphabetical, run for your life. Hi, welcome to Alphabetical, the only podcast in the eastern place of the country of America that examines all the Beatles stuff. From the country from 12 to Y. My name is John. I guess I'm L. Adam. Yeah, me too. I'm reasonably certain I'm Alex. Somebody once told me I was Pete the Retailer. And I'm assured from somebody that I'm John, <laughs> assuredly. Um, and I'm running for my life today um, because John Lennon's going to do something bad to me. Who, who are you running against? I'm running against um, Cuomo. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Which one? The son. Oh. Yeah. Come well, to me. Sol Cuomo. Cuomo. Cuomo the lesser. <laughs> Sol Cuomo. <laughs> yes. Um, Cuomo the uh, Superman 2 villain. Um, mm. What are we talking about again? Oh, Run for Your Life. From, run for Your Life. From Rubber Soul. All right, ready to start? <laughs> yeah. Rubber Soul. I got to stop doing <laughs> so many drugs. Run for Your Life from Rubber Soul, 1965. Mm-hmm. Um, the song inspired by, um, actually listen to this Elvis song oh, right. today yeah. uh, where he tells his girl, his baby, to, he's going to kill her. Baby, let us play house. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's it's a fun song. It's, I, I've never really listened to that much Elvis stuff. Like, yeah, same. beyond what everybody else kind of knows that's out there, right? But it's um, it's a very it's a very twangy honky tonk. I know someone who's really into Elvis. Fun thing, yeah. And it's just strange because very few of our contemporaries, I feel like Elvis is something that's going to like kind of like not disappear, but well, probably even more than like Frank Sinatra. I'm just trying to think. Do you think Elvis will live on in, in pop culture, or once that generation dies out, he'll be kind of? I mean, no, I know as a figure he'll live on because he's such a iconic you looking guy. But literally, he won't live on. It's yeah, too late for that well, already. But well, it'll live on, on in the way. People, will yeah. people still listen to Elvis Presley in 50 years? I think there's a certain percentage of people like it's people who like Elvis, like probably like your friend, maybe. Right, but that, 50 years will like, probably be dead. Make an effort to say like I like Elvis because you know it's a, a, I like him. It's mm-hmm. a thing, you know. Like as as some people collect swords, <laughs> so he will not consider to continue to be a popular culture thing. Be, right, not a pop culture thing. A nerd like niche yeah. of, of exactly like, yeah. like, you know, that will always go yeah. strong. As long as Graceland is open, that'll keep a stream of Elvis fans because you have Elvis lovers will bring their kids and like this is Graceland. Elvis was the right. greatest. Kids will be like, okay, yeah. Maybe the kid likes it and it's like, hey, kids. I went to Graceland when I was a kid. Now you're coming with right. me. Mm. Right. Because the first huge population of fans are probably wiped out by diabetes. But, um, you know, so anyway, you know, it's going to be more of a niche market when it, when it, is what I'm saying. But I don't think that's true for the Beatles. I think the Beatles no, are Beatles. still... Beatles well, transcend generation. Remember what we right. talked about on Wednesday? We need an Elvis rock band. Thinking, you know, what's a, what's a fad, what's not a fad. Right. You know, who knows? And one day, just the rug could come out from under everything. And- oh, but in Japan, right? Everything's right. huge in Japan. Elvis. Elvis in, in Japan. In Japan. He's big. He's, He's big, big in everywhere. Japan. And as long as Captain Marvel Jr. exists, we'll always have a That's reference right. to Elvis. Right. Well, we're not here to talk about Elvis. We're here to talk about running for our collective lives mm-hmm. yes. from John Lennon, yeah. well, it, who's threatening is... to kill us if he finds us with another man. Yeah. 
Uh, I would going back to Elvis for one second. Just the end of the Elvis song, like <laughs> yes. it, Elvis, it's kind of a throwaway line in the end of the Elvis song. It's just kind of like, oh, did it, you just needed a rhyme almost, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas then John just kind of takes that and then like doubles down on it. And he's like, no, really, I will kill you. Right. Like, he just like really like he you, you like you want to kind of you know going back listening to the song as a as an adult in the, in our modern society. You want to kind of somehow excuse it and be like, well, you know, times were different. He didn't, but then he kind of keeps going back. It was to okay it and being to like, kill babies, being like, no, no, really, like I, I will, like you will cease to exist if, if you. yeah. I think on some level, when you hear Elvis sing it, you know he's playing. Whereas yeah. with John Lennon, you're kind of like you're not sure he's playing. Yeah, you're like who's he singing this song to? He's an angry guy. Elvis, he was an angry yeah. guy for most of his yeah, life. Elvis John is like, hey, I'm gonna slit your throat, burr, burr, you know, and it's like it might be okay, but John's <laughs> like, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Get over here. The whole thing should have just been a very detailed description of what he's gonna do. I'm gonna <laughs> kick your door down. Right. I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna cut your phone wires on the back of the house, girl, <laughs> so you can't call the cops. Have you ever It'd heard like the- with an OJ book? <laughs> <laughs> if I did, if it. I did it, yeah. Have you ever heard the Eminem song Kim? Yeah, yes. yeah. It's like that. That's what it should be, right? You're, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so so far we're we're putting this on a on a lofty pop culture shelf with "If I Did It" by OJ Simpson and <laughs> Kim by by Eminem. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so John Lennon was not even that big of a fan of it. So in right. his defense, yeah, he regretted well, it. Well, he said it was his least favorite Beatles song, and he hates a lot of Beatles songs. Yeah. So this is all that rubbish and stuff. This is below that, yeah. and all of all of uh, Paul's grandma music and brassy parping and all that stuff. The song he regrets writing the most. Mm-hmm. Yet oddly enough, he said one of George's favorite songs off of Rubber Soul. Yeah, I think. I mean, music it almost yeah, sounds like a George it. song. Yeah, it know? does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's like giving directions to how he's gonna, <laughs> do how he's it. gonna kill you. <laughs> First, find the house. Yeah. Right. Then come in. It's like two minutes of finding the die. house. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like a Halloween song now. <laughs> like a spooky Halloween, you know, right. a lot of Halloween <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> it's interesting to contrast the Frank, you know, the sort of possessive, angry lyrics with both emo john songs like mm-hmm. i don't want to spoil the party which are much more self self-pitying and mm-hmm. and also with his love songs about yoko because he very rarely would speak this aggressively about yoko you about know usually mom. with yoko it was always like a somewhat groveling right like i need you so badly kind of a right. vibe to it like a jealous guy kind got of to get you into my life <laughs> that's not him. <laughs> um, I know. <laughs> I can only think of like one song that uh, that I'm losing you by John Lennon, which was a John Lennon song. That's as close as it's basically he's cheating on John Lennon on Yoko with somebody, and he's you know saying like kind of uh, right, and he's very uh, it's as angry as he gets in a a song about yoko but even that's not that angry well it's a you know transitional period in his life too so if you listen like wait the run for your life or no, no, yeah run for your okay, life yeah but, but whereas like he was you know his earlier kind of you know uh the emo john songs are are more from uh you know his his kind of remnants of his playboy days of his being you know like kind of out there in the world then he got married or was married, but was going to, you know, then he settled down more and then it didn't agree with him and he was angry at his situation. So then it kind of transitioned. It, it, it was translated through his, you know, so there's love songs now. He's still got to write love songs, but they're based on his current situation where he was unhappy in a relationship. 
Right. And just yeah, unhappy generally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul was uh, was using this to analyze John a little bit too. He said uh, John was always on the run, running for his life. Uh, but then, of course, he has to pull it up, and he's like, "Yeah, no, none of my songs would have catch you with another man. It was never a concern of mine. I'll, I'll, you know, because I had a girlfriend, and I would go out with other girls. And it was, you know, he's totally like has to like throw that in, like, yeah, no, I would never write a song like that because you know I." Everybody's cool with me, you yeah. know. I have a girlfriend and a go out, you know. I don't whatever. think I'd kill either. No, nobody probably. Would. I'm a well, vegetarian. He did yeah. that. I'll, I'll kill. Uh, oh, he did. I'll uh, kill. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about like another girl, that's basically when when, when Paul that, is being a yeah. jerk to women, it's usually because he's just demonstrating how little he needs them, and right. like, yeah, I got another girl, so yeah. you know. Whereas John's like, I don't need you. John, John has that neediness like, oh. where he's like, he can't stand the idea of being separated. I wonder where he got that from. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. <laughs> mm. Uh, I want now. I want to put those two. Like, I want to have. I, I don't think it could be a mashup, but put like another girl with "Run for Your Life" to kind of like like back to have people singing it at yeah. the same time, almost like you know when the you know two different you could put the song ooh, in a musical yeah. when two different songs you know yeah. come together and all of a sudden oh. they they kind of you know maybe they, they'll do what's, love what's the name like again and yeah. do some more mashups. Love again. You can love have again. It, have it be a duet where you have the guy singing "Run for Your Life" and you have the girl singing another guy. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like <sighs> he's saying. You know, I'm going to kill you. Itself. And she's like, eh, this. whatever. Right. Whatevs. That's the kids saying that. Whatevs. <laughs> yeah, they got to modernize it. They like, don't even have time to say whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, by the time this episode comes out, they're not They're not going to be saying that anymore. I'm sorry. You're, You're just going to say, what? Like, that's the E, right. little girl. Luckily, no kids listen to this. So I don't <laughs> yeah. think they'll be any wiser. No, they no we've got eight-year-olds yeah. listening. Yeah, except but the I mean, one like that I offended. Teenager kids. I, don't oh, right. think, I don't think people are I think they're taste makers of eight-year-olds. Our demographic is one to eight. And then mm-hmm. 35. I thought it was 12 um, to Y. And 12 to Y. We're trying to impress Blue Ivy here, yeah. guys. That's where the real money is. Uh, here's something mildly interesting. Um, a Canadian radio station banned the song. Canadio. Canadian. <laughs> um, because they said it's you know misogynistic right. or whatever. And then some, some snarky Beatles fan was like, well, well are you going to ban Baby Let's Play House by Elvis Presley? And the, yeah, they did. The guy's like, "Well, I didn't know about that song, but let me listen to it." He listened to it. And he's like, "Yeah, that song's banned too." <laughs> so uh, let's <laughs> freedom ring. To get tested. Like, Come on, who else? What else? Yeah. What else? You're, You're banned. banned. You're banned. You're banned. Right. You're banned. <laughs> did this did this make Rolling Stones uh 100 best Beatles songs? Did not. What? Come on. Didn't. Is it 100 best? Mm-hmm. I want to okay. win some money. No chances to win money this week. Uh, well, then why don't we talk about what we thought about it? You know, I always like this song, and looking at uh, doing some research for today, I read the Ian McDonald criticism of it. Yeah. He says, The guitar work, some of which is badly out of tune, is similarly rough. The piercingly simplistic blues solo suggesting that the player was not Harrison but Lennon himself. Whatever, but like once I read that, it was like in my brain, and then I'm like listening to it, it again. Ruined the song for, for the you. first time. Like I, yeah. you know, Rubber Soul, Revolver. I love both of them, um, and I'm like, oh, he's right. It's a little bit out of tune. <laughs> uh, now I'm focusing on that. But uh, to what do you attribute that? Like the fact that they were just on tour and just busy, like you know, George Martin or Jeff Emmerich or none of those guys said, oh, I don't know, boys, 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 boys. You, you can't do this. It's out of tune. Love you. We gotta do like a, a do like like four Martins. Right. <laughs> we are banned. The four Martins. The four Martins. <laughs> oh, thank you for coming here. You know, I took uh, Martin on bass. Thank you, uh, Martin on drums. Uh, very good, yes, boys. Um, ha ha. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, it's uh, was that Mozart? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't. I, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I gotta watch that. I haven't seen that in like twenty years. Uh, Wolfie. Um, so yeah, did it ruin the song for you? It did. It did point out like, oh, it is out of tune. They're mm-hmm. right. Um, My brother once told me something about a Beatles song. He's like, there's something I, I heard in a Beatles song that totally ruined it for me. And I was like, what was it? And he's like, I don't want to tell you because once you know it, you will not you will not be able to hear it the same way. So he never told me what it was. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but I, there's more information that, but I don't want to ruin it for you guys. So I, now I, I kind of want to know. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do. Did that he tell you me. what song it is? Uh, I don't want to ruin. Come on, what song? I don't want to ruin it. No, I want to know now. I'll tell you off the air. I certainly don't want to ruin it for all the listeners. Yeah, can you write it down on this piece? We'll do it after the show. But yeah, no, I've had that happen. Tweet what it is. Uh, other, if you mishear something in the chorus or in the lyric, then that's all you can hear every time it goes through. It's like, yeah, I have an ACDC song that I do that with. I think we've had this entire conversation in the previous episode. Yeah, shook me on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be all right now. Yeah, we definitely did. Yeah. Um, Shut up, Pete. <clears throat> definitely had that conversation. I gave it three. Did you, did you give it a rating, John? Um, I give it three <laughs> uh, twangs. I gave it three twangs as well. Uh, the, the the lyrical content to me, I know it's like, I guess it doesn't, you know, am I, am I a, uh, the, the lyric stuff doesn't bother me. It just seems kind of like. Right. Well, it's like, you know, watching a movie from the early days of cinema where things are less, uh, you know, we were less enlightened then, but the art still exists. You know, the, the you can still recognize, you know, let's say if you watch some, you know, D.W. Griffiths, I mean, he like, you know, helped invent the medium of, of film, the language of film that we, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, but his message, you know, behind everything was, was uh, racist and, and terrible. <laughs> so you can hopefully still be able to separate and, and kind of appreciate, oh, well, that's a well-done shot. you got to um, What's her name? The, <laughs> uh, the Nazi propaganda director. Lenny uh, Riefenstahl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Same thing where you can see, oh, wow, that's, that's amazing. That's an amazing shot, but also it's Nazi propaganda. So, mm-hmm. Well, it's always an interesting, like, where do you draw the line between the artist and the art? And that's, you know, right. sort of thing. I don't mean to but, like what? <laughs> the two examples that I used for this song were, were the, the clan and uh, and Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. So. And it OJ. is true. No, I mean it is true. <laughs> he's got he's got running records that yeah. will stand. <laughs> so uh, I mean, you know, younger me listening to Rubber Soul, like I didn't think of like first of all, I didn't really think of things being written by individual Beatles. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know any of that stuff until later. Right. So, so you know, from that innocence, you're just like, oh, the, all the Beatles want to kill this girl. Like, I guess that was a thing back then. <laughs> they all want it. So you think they all endorse John by playing on the song? They all right. endorse. I, I don't John's. know. I mean, like to me, it was just the Beatles. You know, like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, this is their song about killing a woman because they're angry because <laughs> they're all dating her because they're like, you know, from Utah. When you make it all four of them, it seems so much more sinister. Right. It really takes on again a clockwork RG vibe. Right. Yeah. I mean, and then you imagine like how it would go down. Like, it's you easy. know. Ringo would uh, get behind her and, and they'd push her and she'd trip over him, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, George would be... Like, no, wait, now slow down. Right. Be more specific okay. with your description. All right, so, okay. So first of all, the door opens. <laughs> In walks George Martin. Yeah, so I give it three. It has that country twang and I don't really... Uh, I'm not really... The lyrics, you know, might be... 
but you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, like when you do really like listen to it uh, uh, with a microscope, it, it's like uh, I don't know if you can listen to stuff with a microscope. It's more of a visual thing. <laughs> Sounds a little. Maybe that's what my problem tinny. is. Yeah, because I was looking at the uh, CD and I just saw. You right. know, it's all ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. It's all ones and zeros, but, uh, man. You got you to look at the vinyl. That's you can see. Ah, you can see the wavelengths yeah. and the grooves and stuff. But uh, although it's interesting, would we be as forgiving if this was a song about a guy threatening? Well, we'll, like, we'll get to that. Like, or like you said, like a racist thing. Like, if you right. say "Run for your life," like "Get out of my town," would we be uh, all like, "Wow, uh, that's it's just a harmless yeah, little a, country was, song"? Or the fact it that was it's the time violence against women? Eh, oh well, we're willing to overlook that part about it. But right. there you go. Well, there that's you. why I think you know, even as as soon as maybe you know a year ago, five years ago, I would have ranked, ranked the song a lot higher. But I, I might have to go like two, two and a half. Just because of that, because I can't. I mean, obviously, you have you know, a daughter now. You can't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I can't endorse I've, massage. I've, 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 I got my packet of things that I can and can't endorse, and this was in there. <laughs> in the <so>. Hospital. <laughs> yeah. It's don't shake that baby, and also you got to dislike things that yep. are violence towards. Do they update that as time goes by? I'll mm-hmm. get a yeah, a little. You know, it's like when you get the, thing I got in the mail. I got the Justin like, Bieber stuff that I got to get into, yeah, like yeah, all right, that, yeah. all that new stuff. You, there's a podcast you should listen to called Alpha Bieber. Alpha Bieber. <laughs> When are they going to put out a new episode? I can't. I, don't know. I think in April they might. Right. Episode two. But yeah, I, um, I'll go two and a half because it is musically. I do enjoy it still, but it's 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 two and a half in sinking in my book. Like yeah. if the lyrics were in French, you would and didn't know that they were right. You I, know, misogynistic. I, that might be a three and a half. <laughs> right. But je déteste little girl. <laughs> I'm going to slit your throat, petite mademoiselle. <laughs> petite. Yeah. Adam, what do you got? You're awfully quiet over there. Yeah. I'm going to base it on the music alone and give it a four. Four. Adam. The Hall of Adam Four. Adam hates no. women. Dorsing. I do not. I know. Stalker mm-hmm. behavior. Any other comments? Based on the music alone. That's Just the music alone. I'm sticking with that. Right. That's what I said. Okay. Um, covers, other versions. Speaking of women, John, you might oh, have I was going to get to uh, the Nancy Sinatra one. Yeah. That's the one I had. No, it's well, the best I said one, it first. Yeah. And uh, she does. She the, does the whole flip thing. Yeah, gender flip, which see, makes see. it interesting. Should mix. Oh wait, I was going to say mix that with another girl. Oh yeah, you right. mix the mix that with Pulp singing another girl. And there right, you go. Yeah. It's her being angry that she's that you know if I catch you with another guy. Mm-hmm, no wait, right. I catch you with another man girl. Boy. She's saying if you catch you with another girl. But right. Because she's singing to her boyfriend. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you could mix that in with Paul singing. Right. Paul about, singing. He's got another I've girl. I've got another girl. Oh, my gosh. Is Nancy Sinatra still alive? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Uh, we should totally she duet on this, mm-hmm. Paul. No, so, we can Well, we can do a post-duet. Yeah. You know, we'll do like a Unforgettable. Exactly. Well, we'll pull an Unforgettable on this. <laughs> or a real love. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I had Nancy Sinatra, too. Nancy Sinatra, too. That was her second solo album with all the synthesizers and stuff. <laughs> um, I, there was something funny in the description for Nancy Sinatra's version okay. um, on the Wikipedia. Wrong show. Uh, they said the Nancy Sinatra, the person who edited it, did, or no, this is on the YouTube clip. This was the person who posted it said, uh, the song wasn't a hit, but it experienced regional success, uh, such as stations WPTR in Albany. Oh. <laughs> so I thought we should mention WPTR. <laughs> nice. There you go. Too bad you can't buy that. <laughs> Maybe I can now. <laughs> um, WPTR.com. Hmm. No, I mean, I'll buy the station. Oh. Yeah. We'll start, then, start doing this show on a radio station. Yeah. Then I'll be one of those DJs that are uh, almost extinct. Exactly. 
All right. Well, uh, run for your life. Uh, that's hey. Well, that's it. We finished the R's, everybody. Yeah, uh, that was Another letter in the can. Three revolutions. And yeah. Three other R's. And some rock and roll music and all that stuff. But we're done with the R's. That's it. So what's what letter would be next then? Uh, let's see. Maybe C D E F G H I J K L S S S. Are there any S songs? There are several S songs. Several S songs, some of which... Such as? Such as Savoy Truffle. Is that next? That is next. Um, That's something. That's uh, Monday. We'll be talking about the Beatles song Savoy Truffle. Um, which starts with us. Mm, Savoy truffle. <laughs> and um, but in the meantime, uh, everybody check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Go to alphabetical.com/slash/merch to buy a shirt um, and give us a good review on iTunes, please. Then we'll be back on Monday with the Savoy truffle starting off the S's. A couple of weeks of S coming up. So see you real soon. <laughs> so long, suckers. <laughs> Sayonara. Sayonara.